right. Uh, everyone gathered together today has been quarantined due to the coronavirus. And given the Earth's current population density, we've asked each of you to occupy a circle of hell in this unprecedented time. Kyle Sandin, you will dwell in the second circle of hell, also known as Lust. While you're there, we ask that you do some demon slaying. And uh, what will be your weapon of choice, sir? I'm going to choose that dildo bat from the Sansro 3 or 4, I believe it was. <laughs> if anybody remembers that, I feel like that'd be a good... Uh, Good weapon of choice for that that level. An, an apt <laughs> choice, yes, for, for yeah. the lust circle of hell. Excellent, Hunter Sealock, <laughs> You will uh, you'll take residence in the seventh circle of hell, uh, also known as violence. What will be your go-to <laughs> weapon for demon slaying? Uh, well, th- th- for this go around, I'll be using a proprietary blend of holy water, blessed remotely by uh, Skype by Pope Francis, uh, and Ebrol <laughs> bath water, fired from the uh, super soaker. <laughs> Floodtastic four-pack weapon system. Holy water for damage, of course, and bath water for repellent, because as I've discovered, even demons of the seventh circle of hell find it fucking disgusting. (laughs) (laughs) But they're secretly buying it. (laughs) What's the name of the girl we need to shout out? What was her name again? The bath water, I think. Belle Delphine. 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 Belle Delphine. Yeah, that's it. Delphine, yeah. Nice. Hunter, that that was quick. Down, right? nice. I think I've, I think I've got the last, <laughs> last splash for, for my <laughs> crusade. <laughs> Hell yeah, brother. <laughs> All right, and Brooks, Nickel, you will abide the Tenth Circle of Hell, office quotes and love languages, and uh, what <laughs> weapon will you take with you into the fray? Yeah, Josh, well, it's pretty simple, man. I'm going to take a 24-pack of White Claw. I'm going to take some jewel pods for the ones under 21 and a mm-hmm. tiger print speedo, man. Hell's going to be cool. I'll see you guys there. <laughs> Hell's going to be awesome. <laughs> All right, man. Oh, I like it. Uh, well, you are listening to What's in the Box, the Xbox News Reviews, Theories and Conspiracies podcast. I'm your co-host, Josh Hutton. And tonight on the show, we'll be spoiling Ori and the Will of the Wisps, as well as talking about Doom. But first... Let's talk about this quarantine. So each of us has been affected in some way with our regular nine to five gigs. Um, Kyle and I are working from home most of the time. Uh, Brooks works um, in kind of like a, a tech and entertainment retailer, and he is working. You're, you're outside, right? Like you meet customers and then you bring the items yep. they're looking for to them. He's a street urchin. Hell yeah. <laughs> and... Hunter has been doomed to the loneliest fate where he is the only person in his office required to come in and everybody else is working from home. So that's cool. That's right. And I told him I'd show up at the office at the agreed upon the regular time. And they're like, yeah, director will be there every day. Not a single fucking day have I shown up at the start of a business day. And one of these fucks have been there. Not one time. Yeah, that sounds right. Away she fucking goes. Yeah. So I had been putting off doing my laundry. I'm a 29-year-old man who doesn't have a washer and dryer, so I go to a laundromat. Um, you know, judge. Good. It's a good place to interact with people. Yeah, and, and also a, probably a hotbed for the coronavirus. Anyway, so oh, I, I have everything, Josh. <laughs> yeah. I went to the That's laundromat. Profiling. Met today, and there were several elderly people. You know, wearing masks and stuff, and you know, you, you know, it just makes you feel like. I just worry about it because I know they're worried. It makes me sad. I hate that, like, 
you're having to, to operate like this. Bums me out. So that's going on. I uh, put my laundry in the dryer, and as I'm pulling it out, I had washed a pair of pants I apparently hadn't worn in quite some time. You know, laundry falls to the bottom of a stack or something, and you grab just whatever's on the top, you take it, you're like, ah, I just want to oh, do no, that. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> and, um, <laughs> probably a month or two months ago, I tried to break the Guinness World Record for chewing the most double bubble pieces of gum at the same time while at work. Oh my God. <laughs> and all of the wrappers were in that pocket. And when I opened the dryer door today, like oh, no. 30 double bubble wrappers just started cascading out of the fucking dryer. So World record good. for most washed double bubble wrappers. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'll get that record. Oh, that's right. That's what I should look for. Um, <laughs> Don't try to break that record. You get to about 20 and you're, you, it's bad. You're, it's a real choking hazard. Oh, jeez. Uh, <laughs> uh, oh, that, that was my day. But yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's been interesting. It has given me um, ample gaming time, I would say. So we're going to forgo our news because so many things have been impacted by this pandemic, as has a lot of like gaming news and reveals and things like that. Um, there's a couple minor things, maybe. I know that Ghost Recon uh, this week did their revamp. We're trying to make their more immersive mode. I haven't hopped into that yet, but I might touch on it next week, um, where it gets rid of all the like gear score shit and tries to make it more of like a proper survival game. Oh, that'd be uh, cool. Yeah, yeah. That's so exactly I, what that game needs. Bad <laughs> yeah, yeah, physics. Yeah, too little, too late. I'm sure, but. I'll still give it a spin. And then, um, Kyle, you were telling me that Game Pass added a new feature for its subscribers, right? Yes. Game Pass Ultimate subscribers now get, or they're starting to roll out some DLC and some extra add-ons. The list here, so the starting list is Fantasy Star Online 2, World of Tanks, Mercenaries, another World of Tanks is good. Fuck off. And Smite. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah no, 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 list. I know Brooks liked World of Tanks pretty well but it's I good. know that we really enjoy any of those other bad, yeah. Fantasy Star is fine it's just kind of dated but it's yeah. okay World of Tanks is really fun if you get into it what they get from the games is kind of lacking as well I guess Fantasy Star you get some emotes and cosmetics gotcha yeah <laughs> World of Tanks you get powerful tanks I'll see if these Brooks you get Ori inspired cosmetics Including gorgeous sales. I wouldn't play that game if I was sitting on this shitter. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Smite fans get five of the playable god characters with skins and voice packs. Yeah, yeah. Sign me up. Run. uh, Okay. So on the rundown, I just threw some games we've been playing. Feel free to talk about any game you want to, obviously. But Hunter, let's start with you. What have you Mm. been playing lately? What's been tickling your fancy in these trying games? times yeah dude the the egg in in my trying time has been <laughs> the season of the worthy yeah. uh, i've been enjoying that uh just doing front loading some of the i only have one destiny character because that's just all i can fucking stomach and that's asking a lot <laughs> most of these anyways sure agreed uh so i've been agreed. powering that guy up that's been a lot of fun and uh, playing Warfare, which I still enjoy. That was one of those that like, I was really impressed with when we first started, when it first came out, and we reviewed it, and we played it quite a bit since then. Oh, yeah. Um, and I'm still impressed with it. Like It's very frustrating just because of the BR yes. mechanics, but like it's still a lot of fun, man. I still need to try that with you guys. I have not touched that yet. 
Yeah. We'll get, oh shit, dude. Yeah. Yeah. It's a blast. Yeah, it has been fun in there. Let, let's 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 do let's do our whole little destiny spiel here because we we hopped into trials over the weekend. We'll just all talk about it. Hunter, Kyle, and I. Uh, Brooks yeah. loves destiny so much, so he abstained. <laughs> um, yeah, but, as soon as you guys started talking about it, man, I I just started stroking it. Yeah, how's yeah. that going? Uh, you know, we could talk destiny you know. too some more. Maybe I could get there. Okay, sure. <laughs> um, so we we hopped into trials the the first week we we skipped it because we were leveling characters and, and trying to get to higher power level and we played it and the map this last week was anomaly uh, which is a very close quarters and, and kind of circular map is a very difficult somehow one. also long range <laughs> yes yeah it's got some wacky sight lines still um, but it is primarily in this meta a auto rifle and shotgun map. Um, and what'd you guys think of your, your first trials experience in Destiny 2? Need a different fucking map. <laughs> and for the f- love of God, fucking get rid of fusion rifles. <laughs> yeah. Get rid of them. Leave them for PvE. Yeah. I don't see it anymore. The fusions have been frustrating. Hard light is very obnoxious. I'm yeah, ready for that one to get stupid. Nerfed. That auto rifle has so many exotic perks. It's like unbelievable compared mm-hmm. to other exotics. Cause it's like, Oh, it can change energy types. Oh, it can ricochet rounds. Oh, when it ricochets rounds, it does double damage. Oh, uh, if you have the stability masterwork, it shoots on a rope. Oh, and guess what? What? It has no range fall off. You know, like it's just, <laughs> oh my God. it's like yeah. this is the stupid. most overtuned fucking thing in the game. A lot of fun. Yeah, that, that it's fun when you're using it, but yeah, on the receiving end, it's not great. I I have really been enjoying Trials. I was telling Brooks the other day that to me, Trials is kind of like it's it's almost the same thing as like Dark Souls or something, where you can get your ass kicked and get so fucking frustrated, and it just feel like fucking miserable while you're playing, and then like an hour or two goes by and you're kind of like, man, I need to get back in there. I need, yeah. I need to make up yeah. for that. You know, like it kind of like sticks with you, and you you want to do better, and you you want to. Because they, they do a good job of incentivizing. There's great loot this time. Uh, the shotgun from it is excellent. Uh, one of the best shotguns in the game. The armor is super cool. Um, the auto from it is apparently very good. I don't have it. Um, but um, I, I, I ultimately have been very impressed. What do you guys think of just like the design of it? The Saint 14 doing the play calling, that kind of stuff. I like that. I like the I wish the he was more uh, excitable. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I can see that. Yeah, what, yeah. was the hunter? He he sounds like the Birdman from Rick and Morty. <laughs> yeah, no, one, that was someone was else. Than mine. Yeah, that was one of those strikes. One of the one of the That's just right. random side side That's characters right. sounded like Bird Person. We couldn't. Yeah. it ruined the whole Destiny experience for me forever. But uh, <laughs> no, I think it's Saint Fourteen's. I can see that. One of the coolest mm-hmm. Guardians that's alive left. Um, but I wish I wish he was more excitable. Like if you get. If you get you a double or triple in the Crucible, Shax loses his fucking head. Yes. And uh, I'd yeah. like to see more of that from Saint-14, but that's some nitpicky bullshit. Uh, it was a lot of fun. Yeah, I enjoyed it. The map's unholy that it was on last week. There's not any right. word yet what it's going to be this this weekend, right? Mm-hmm. No. Yeah. I I think it'll probably either be Cauldron or Javelin, which I'd be okay with either of those. Yeah, I agree. I like both those maps. I hear you on the... The, it t- brings you back in. Like I was ready to go again Sunday. Yeah, but, 
Yeah, yeah we got day. fucking waxed Saturday. Like we got fucking <laughs> waxed all God, night. Fourteen straight losses. Uh, <laughs> fucking brutal. It was like a. I read a lot of posts about it. Apparently, because you know, if you got three wins, you got the shotgun. Most competitive teams were not playing out the whole card. They were resetting after three wins and just token farming. And so it gate kept so many people from being able to progress in those early levels because in all the early levels you were facing people that should be on round five, round six, round seven. Um, so they might have to revisit the loot drop system yeah. to prevent that. I, say, um, I, uh, I told Hutton the stat that I saw on Reddit, but it was 65% of the players or from teams didn't get the three wins on this card Holy compared, compared, compared to the last card. Yeah. Because I played, That's like I brutal. told you guys before, I like the first mm-hmm. week I played with just a couple of random guys that were not very good. Like you guys are way beyond them in skill level. And we won three out of four games and it was like, it was sweaty. It was tough. There were close games, but it wasn't like this. <laughs> it was not. Just getting shit on. Yeah. Know. Yeah, it was not that. Like cool. one of those games we got into was over. All five <laughs> rounds was over in like three minutes. Yeah, oh, like yeah. just just getting just absolutely rolled. rolled. And that's heartbreaking. I, I have never and I was done played again. Maybe Overwatch time. is probably the only other game I've ever seen where people are like so unbelievably good at the game. Mm-hmm. Like it is almost unfathomable how good people, like the skill gap and what people can achieve in that fucking game. Both those games. Yeah. Well, go to trials. You'll find them, kids. You'll find them. That's right. Gird your loins. Gird <laughs> uh, your loins. <laughs> Kyle, uh, what else have you been getting into lately? Oh, we've been trying to work on fours. Is still finally getting to that one. Yeah, you're late. playing Horizon <laughs> Four, right? Yes, yes. And what what have you mostly been working on in that game? That's awesome. Um, awesome soundtrack. Great cars. Looks good. But I've been working on uh, PR stunts, the speed zones, and then uh, mainly the drifting stuff because I fucking hate that. So I was trying to get it out of the way real quick. Finally did it. So. Oh yeah. Now Finished I can get all to the of fun those stuff. Yeah. Damn. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. That's such really hard. Is uh, Forza Four on Game Pass? Uh huh. Yeah, you should. Definitely be able to get it. That's when they should give the some, the free DLC out to. Yeah, I agree. Good one. Oh yeah, that'd yeah, be great. Some cool stuff Still haven't got to that. I want to get to that Lego one. It seems really cool. Yeah. Was it three that also had the Lego track? No, it had the Hot Wheels tracks in three. Hot right? Wheels. Yeah, that was a. Blast. Yeah, that was really yeah. really fun. Brooks, you've had an emotionally devastating week of gaming. Yeah. <laughs> Care to share about your are quarantine you gaming experience? Yeah. If you guys are done talking about Destiny, I was so close. Bastards. We were. We were talking about Forza, you bitch. Yeah, I know. <laughs> uh, no. Uh, yeah, so I finished out Ori, Will the Wisps, um, and it was probably one of my top ten games. It's fucking fantastic. It's on yeah. Game Pass. You should definitely go out and give it a try if you like platformers uh side-scrolling platformers uh and just some fantastic fucking gameplay uh so we're gonna spoil it i'm gonna tell you a story because it's a fantastic story so put yourself if you will in this beautiful very colorful world uh i don't fucking know what it's called (laughs) i'm just gonna summarize it for you what what am i wearing uh nothing you're just a glowing little spirit creature 
Okay. Named, named Ori. I'm into that. So the game's really cool. I haven't played the first one. I downloaded it. It is also, I think, on Game Pass. Not Maybe not Game Pass, but it's in the... I don't know. Maybe Josh yeah, is. It is. No, it, um, it is Game Pass. I'm going to play through it next. But the game starts, and it's narrated by this real deep kind of booming voice. And you and these couple creatures that you share the force with from the first game, I believe, uh, find this little baby egg, little baby owl that's hatched out of this egg in this nasty shadow land. And uh, kind of start to raise it, and it grows up a little bit, and you get all attached, and it can't fly. And then you find a little feather for it to fly, and it learns to fly, and you guys are flying around, and then you get separated. And so the game kind of starts by you trying to go and find this owl. And uh, you go through some pretty basic areas in the beginning and you get some you know pretty neat little abilities um that allow you to kind of traverse the side scrolling platform levels um and it's a lot it's a lot of fun there's a lot of really unique ways that you kind of puzzle through um and the combat's you know not grueling but it's it's a lot of fun uh there are different attacks that you can use and a lot of it is just about rhythm and speed but anyways, you, you meet up with a little baby owl and you guys get into a fight with this giant mean looking owl creature and knocks you, you guys down. And that little owl, I don't know if he technically dies or if he's just really hurt, but it doesn't look like he's breathing. And so it's all emotional, man. You get all sad and then you, uh, you run back uh, and talk to this giant frog and he's like, go get all these wisps and you go get all these you know, you got to find all these wisps and they'll bring the forest back to life because there's this darkness on the forest and, and you know, bring the owl back to life. And so that's where the game kind of unlocks. And I don't know, how far did you play, Josh? Um, not terribly far. Um, but yeah, I don't even know that I could describe the spot I was at. I was really enjoying it. I thought it was excellent. But I, you, you collect one of these wisps uh, of the light that you know once protected the forest, and then you have to go find three more. And they're kind of spaced out, and the map just becomes massive, and you can't really see where it is. There's a character that you find in a couple different areas that gives you, will sell you a map, you know, to one of the areas. But uh, they're very their biome is different. So it's really neat because, you know, you have a sand level, you have a water level, you have a ice level, you have this really cool level. That's uh, this really cool area. That's like this giant mill that you have to traverse up as the cogs are spinning and all these, you know, different mechanics are involved. And so you go through and collect the wisps and you have a couple, you know, boss fights along the way. And the, the main person you're fighting is this giant, like, angry owl creature and towards like one of the last wisps you collect you see a backstory for it where it hatches in the wastelands and it finds all the other owls and it's hanging out with the regular looking baby owls and then the big parent owls come in and scare it off and so it turns bitter and that's why it's attacking the forest and living and spreading all this darkness and stuff and <laughs> so you get super, yeah you get super sad again because now you have this like really attached story to the character that's you know that you're supposed to be, you know, fighting and, and that's hurt your friend. And, uh, the music throughout is just, it's super poignant, man. It, it really adds more than I think any game that I've ever played to the narrative. And none of these creatures say words you read the, you read the subtitles, but you know, most of your cutscenes don't have anything but this narrator behind them. And, uh, most of the times that you're, you're encountering these bosses, there's a phase where you're running away and as you're running away, you know, it comes out of a cutscene, and you're on this giant, like, you know, platform where things are crashing out around you and you have to, you have to escape. And then it'll go right into another cutscene. 
and then maybe a boss fight. And so it's done with a lot of, you know, fluidity and it, it plays very fast. Um, makes you feel really cool about harnessing, you know, all the power so that you can traverse all these levels. And like I said, you get a lot of really, really neat abilities, but anyways, I'm rambling on here after you, uh, after you collect all these wisps, you go into this temple and, uh, you bring, bring them all together and it unlocks like the guardian of the forest. And it's this light orb that, you know, follows you around and it's all the, the wisps combined and you go up and you have to fight that owl one more time at the spirit tree and you defeat the owl. And it's all sad because you have to beat it when really you just want it to, you know, warm its heart again. It's all we all want out of life. Um, yeah. But then the, the light, you know, goes into the big spirit tree for a minute and you see this cutscene where the baby owl, you know, comes back to life and all the, all the flowers and everything are growing back. And then the, the, I think her name's Sarah, the spirit it uh it's like i'm not strong enough to carry this light anymore but someone else is meant for it and she takes you over or asks you if you want to become the spirit and you like disappear and then all your friends show up and the little baby owl's there and he's all better now but you're gone and they're all sad and shit the music's sad and shit and you're like this is surely not how this fucking ends and then, yeah. <laughs> you know, a uh, little, little tree sprouts up and you grow into a new spirit tree and you're this giant oak. And then the narrator's like, you know, says something real cool. Like, and that's a story about the time when I was once called Ori or something like that. And you're like, oh, I was the narrator yeah. all the time. I was the spirit tree. And then, just, and then you think, you think like, okay, cool. That's good. And you think it's going to end there. But then there's this like montage of stills, but it's like done. Like it's like they drop some frames out of video. And so all your friends are like doing stuff around you as you're growing and getting like bigger and bigger and becoming a more powerful tree. And then some of them just start to like get older and older and then disappear. And there's just one left and he's just like laying on your trunk and he's like patting the side of your, of your tree. And then he just kind of disappears too. And I'm just like, God damn, what the fuck is this that I got myself into? <laughs> it was fucking, it was great. That was, I know that was a really, really long description of that. And if you sat through the whole thing, congratulations. I'm not really an orator, but uh, it's, it's fucking worth it. Even having it spoiled, it's worth playing through. They just do such a good job of blending all the mediums that are there in a video game to develop and deliver just a like really punchy, wholesome story. Um, and it's, it's dark in a couple spots and, you know, it's not in any way that's not E-rated, but it's definitely worth a playthrough. You should check it out. It's on Game Pass. It, it's amazing. If you wait till after the credits, George Washington comes out and starts (laughs) chopping you down. Yeah. Take this or you son of a bitch. All I know... All I know about this game is that I was online with Brooks. Uh, I think we all four were online whenever Brooks finished the game and actually was applauding. Like, was I don't know that I've ever heard anybody so content with a game start to finish. <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't Brooks that. was with this game. Oh, wow. Yeah. It's incredible. Yeah, it Brooks, have I got a platformer for you? Oh, yeah? Yeah, it, there's a couple levels in Destiny oh, that have some, uh, that some puzzles, jumping puzzles. That broke me. 
how long uh, how long roughly did it take you to finish that? Oh shit! I would probably say like four to six hours, maybe. Would you oh, say no shit! You were online. You were online most of the time. Yeah, I, I would okay. think that sounds probably right. I mean, John. but I those are longer. Dude, well, okay. to be fair, I'm not super good at platformers, um, and I haven't played a whole lot of them up until this point. This one's kind of sucked me into the world. I may finish the first one and then you know find some more that are on Game Pass or something like that because shit. <laughs> but yeah. I uh, I think if you if you were good at them and they're the type of game that you play frequently, you could probably get through it in three hours. I I, I think it is probably the best game that's come out this year. Of everything I've played, um, including the next game we're going to talk about, Doom, which is developed by id Software and published by Bethesda. Uh, this game. While has a modern sheen, it still follows the same framework, I would say, as the original corridor shooter that was so popular on PC and like Super Nintendo, that era. Ah, <laughs> I have really mixed feelings about this game because I think it's like very well made. It's very fluid. It's very polished. Um, the guns are cool. And as you gain more and more abilities, it becomes a more refreshing experience. You can do some really neat shit. The things that I don't love about it is because it is trying so hard to make you nostalgic for that original game, There, you're still like grabbing key cards and stuff. You're still playing in a space that's largely horizontal. There's some, some jumping elements and some climbing, but it feels very much tethered to that x-axis. And the, there's some conventions of modern shooters that just kind of help with emergence. Like most shooters anymore, if you're sprinting or something, your, your gun, you know, you're lowering the gun or maybe you're raising it up or something. There's some visual corresponding thing to signify, I'm sprinting. You aim down sights to become more accurate and stuff like that. Both of those elements are not in this game. Um, and it, it kind of like, it's just this floating gun essentially and everything is kind of stays the same. One thing that you could argue for this game, I would say is it might be like a good aim trainer for just other games because it is so much about being able to quickly flick and hit the enemies you need to in certain ways. Uh, different enemy types have weak points and like that. that's something they're kind of lauding as, as innovative for this game though. That's something games have done for a very long time um but it the story is fine the world design is pretty cool the enemy types are cool and there are a lot of enemy types we've seen in previous entries but this feels very much like an homage to the original run whereas i feel like doom only had kind of one era where it got interesting whenever i think it was on original xbox when they went more like horror game and it was like really dark, you know, the flashlights and um, it was like slow and spooky. That to me felt like an interesting direction for the game. And this feels just arcadey and fun, but it's not particularly it's odd. a real in-depth experience, I would say. Mm -hmm. Yeah, uh, I'll tell you, I didn't I didn't play this one. Uh, yeah, because you guys you guys were on this one. But I'll tell you one thing I did notice. I, was, I did quite a bit. Of, I watched some playthroughs of it. I watched a couple hours of playing other people playing it. And one of the things that I thought was really cool was they've got your four difficulties, right? 
and the most difficult setting is nightmare. Is that that's right, isn't it? And then yes. they've got a mode where it's nightmare, but you only have one life the whole time, and there's no checkpoints or anything. And there's a marker where you die, so that when you play through the next time, you're just trying to make it farther than you did the last time. And then there's like a one life. That's cool. Like, yeah, I thought that was kind of interesting. Uh, I don't know how before. it would actually play, but I thought it was an interesting yeah. idea. And they've got a difficulty that's like old school video games where you have like one life and you can probably gain extra lives in there. But, yeah, but like one there's a limited number of yeah. respawns before the yeah, where it's a where you'll wipe and got to res- you got it's like an like an, like an arcade game, like an old school arcade game. I thought that sure. was kind of interesting, you know, but uh, add some flavor. yeah, I can't think of the guy's name, but uh, I think it was the director was on Rogan's podcast and it was a pr- it's a pretty short podcast by that standard it was interesting to kind of see the perspective that they were playing that's what they were going for you say it's kind of arcadian stuff and from based on that that's what they were going for right you know what i'm saying they wanted it to be kind of cartoony and they wanted it to be an homage like an updated homage to the original doom and all and based on what he told me i feel like they hit their mark i think the question is is that what you want as a game the long yeah. Yeah. Like, what's the longevity of it? You know, comp- and like, yeah, like compared to the newer FPS stuff, like the the couple things you just mentioned, just the little stuff of like the visuals of the gun and stuff. You know, was it really necessary to not have that kind of stuff in there? Yeah. You know, it's. What do you think? Yeah. Well, you know, there's a little give and a little take. You know, it's a game of tug of war, and uh, nah, I mean, I was disappointed. I liked the last Doom one. Uh, Doom, I believe, was the name of the game. Um, that one was a lot of fun. Yeah, this one felt like... I think you're right. <laughs> this one just... I, I understand what they were going for. Like Josh said, the key cards and all that was a little a little much. Um, but I just felt like it was less impressive graphically than the installment before. And Interesting. I don't. Did anybody else feel that way? Josh, you kind of fought me on that, I remember. Yeah, I, I thought it looked fine. Um, I did not. It was a like it didn't look like a, a step forward. Like I think the the twenty fifteen twenty sixteen Doom did. That one looked like a, a it looked really good for the time, and this one looks average. You know. Yeah, maybe that's what it was. I just I don't know. I to be fair, I didn't play a whole lot of it. I did play. Uh, I did play through. You know, about an hour, hour and a half, and I don't know. It just it's definitely got its target base and i know there are a lot of people out there that love the game it's just not really for me i guess but i was i was a little let down i got really excited about it maybe i thought i'd like it more yeah yeah well i was stoked about it i was ready to drop the money on it and i was advised to maybe wait a minute would you guys (laughs) both feel that way brooks it sounds like if you had to spend 60 dollars on it again right now would you buy yeah like it's it's (laughs) 60 bucks jesus yeah like it's, I mean, it's full price. It's a full price operation. Like if you had to spend sixty on it now, after playing it a minute, would you do it again? No, but that's why I filled Josh full of false promises about splitting games, and then I just try them out when he buys them, and I'm like, I don't like that. I'm not giving him any money. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> classic. Well. well, when you got yeah, guns think, like I that, like I think it's worth books. the price of admission if you are a more nostalgic gamer if you loved that original doom then absolutely you're gonna have a great time 
I'm not a nostalgia. Like I enjoyed Doom whenever it came out and I was little and I played it. I thought it was a lot of fun. But I'm not somebody that like wants to go backwards with gaming. I'm more interested in pushing the medium forward and like seeing new ideas. And um, I, I, I don't really care to refine things that I've already seen. Like how much refinement can you do to that, that setup? FPS has come so far since the original Doom. Um, the other thing I say, like, there's a cool, so as, as you're playing the game more and more, in some ways it becomes kind of like a puzzle game because you're combining the abilities you have against the boss's weak points, and then there's a limited health and ammo economy, and the only way to really gain either of those things is to slay out. It's, it's, you're very much incentivized to play fast and aggressively, um, just like the, the 2015 Doom. Um as you're starting to kind of piece that together, there's there's a cool rhythm mechanic. But the, the negative side of that is so much of that rhythm mechanic is weak an enemy and hit the quick time melee yeah. Yeah, button to do the, the finisher move on them. And that's cool at first and when you're running into new enemy types because you have these different animations. But after a while, you've, you're doing this over and over and over again, and it kind of just it loses whatever luster it has, and that's that's precisely what they did um, in the 2015 yeah, one as well. I mean, it there's was, only there's only a handful of animations for each enemy type that you're right. finishing, and then the ammo picks up pickups are so scarce that the only way to really keep yourself stockpiled with ammo, at least early in the game, is just to you know weaken finish them off we can finish them off we can finish them off and it's just it's not a fun 30 second loop or it it is at first but like you said josh it just it grows on you where you're you're just tired of it after a while they still like id software is still damn near unmatched in the design of a shotgun in a video game there's still (laughs) like something that they are very good at and nobody really comes close to to touching them on that front um, I, I would say, and again, this is a little skewed. I would say Bungie and some of their games has come close to it, but that would be the only developer I can think of that has mastered the the feel and the fun of using a shotgun in a video game like it's software. Um, I was going to ask if either of you happened to play any of the multiplayer. Um, the I into yeah, it was it was fine. I I don't really like the asymmetrical style. So like one person's like a demon, and then two people. No, it's it's two demons and then one. Sorry, um, doom guy, whatever you want to call him, the, the protagonist. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so um, space space marine, space the marine, rock. the rock. Ah. Yep. Ah, <laughs> oh, Dwayne. Yeah. Don't worry, guys. You know, we got old Bring Dwayne back here. He's, he's going to... Oh, yeah, dude. They're not doing Fast and Furious 9 for another year. Can we get another Doom re- uh, remake? with Doom remake? Yeah, let's again? do it. Or a Hobbs and Shaw 2. Oh, fuck. Where they fight demons in hell. Don't. No, they break his crossover. But it's yeah. The Rock and David Spade. Oh, shit. <laughs> I'm in. It's oh, true. God. Yeah. Well, so they don't have just like a regular. Sorry, they don't have just like. So tell well, tell no me how the PvP match, works. No team, yeah. Um, I mean, it's just, it's Is essentially it like, a, like a death match, but it's just off balance teams. Um, I don't know. Like it, again, it just feels like something. What was the game evolve? Yes, 
Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, what was the one where one of you is a monster and there's like yeah. four hunters? What's that? Yeah, what was that evolve. fucking game? I was, okay, yeah. yeah. It's yeah, like, like that's fun, that, for but less interesting. In that game, oh, yeah, it was sad. like it was fun. It was cool for a second, but it's like ah, okay, and like we it, all played that for like two weekends. And then we were like, okay, well, we've done it now. Everybody's been the monster a few times. That, the, Did we play yeah. it longer? I don't know. We, like, we didn't. It wasn't for real long. You know, it nah. kind of. I feel like it was a month, maybe. But it, I mean, it was like, yeah, okay. Well, that's kind of upset. I was, I was hoping that. I mean, this is the people that made Quake. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, oh, I was, yeah. I was hoping there's going to be a more robust PvP experience. Yeah, they said something like they felt like Deathmatch didn't fit doom anymore and like they wanted to go to something different that felt more in line with the world they'd created for that game I, but man i i would have rather just That's had not an traffic yeah i would have rather just had a kind of a traditional experience on that front the other thing early game playing? sorry oh, fuck no, no well i'm just hung up on this i'm hung up okay. on this so there's one doom guy and two demons so do you have abilities and they have Fewer, is it kind of like zombies where they're a little bit faster, but you're a little right. bit stronger and one of those type yeah, of deals? Yeah, so Doom Guy is a little bit stronger. He's like kind of cracked out on abilities and stuff. And you can, and the the demons are able to spot where he's at, but you, as the Doom Guy, don't know where they are. And so it's fine. But again, it doesn't, That's a feel, bar. It doesn't feel competitive. It doesn't feel like super. Um, incentivize as far as like what's my reason for playing this mode um and, and they might get there i mean that's something that certainly can be added in but it right now i'm not that's ironic let's stay traditional <laughs> and then yeah. change up the yes <laughs> and then change the PvP. yeah <laughs> god damn it this is stupid but yeah the other thing i would say is like a uh, rage that came out last year also published by Bethesda and then its software design, like kind of the weapon mechanics and movement mechanics and Avalanche did the open world and the story and stuff. So like that game, this one, there are so many tutorials front loaded at the beginning and they just pull you out and they throw you into this kind of blank room to do whatever new ability that you've been given. But these things are like so simple. It's stuff like now you have a dash. Okay, just pop that up. I just need some text. Yeah, I don't let. I did do see like, that, I, and that I, I watched the playthrough through the tutorials, and it, it does. It brings you out into like the training room of like the mm -hmm. calling to yeah. resurrect yeah. a fucking dead pet of mine, uh, where it's just it's just real sterile. Like you're in what looks like a like an old ship with bodies crammed in like zombie style people crammed into cages and shit, and then it pulls you out of it into this like modern sterile room to show you how to use a chainsaw. And I just yeah. thought that was, I thought that was a strange decision. Yeah. It's a chainsaw, bro. I get it. I'm, right. I don't need to do training on it. Um, but that, that was another thing I don't like. Like it just makes you feel stupid as a gamer. It's like they had no faith in your ability to just do the thing. And so didn't love that either. But all in all, again, I would say if you, if you really love doom as a franchise, I think you'll be pleased if you don't feel any sort of attachment to the franchise and you're just looking for a good shooter. I think there are a lot of better choices out there. And, and particularly if you're looking for a PVP game, I don't think it's for you. And, and I mean, there's so many options anymore. Like it's to me, it's like you, you think about all of the free to play games now, you know, or games that are 
30 bucks, 20 bucks, all of these BR games. You can play Call of Duty Warzone for free. You can play Fortnite for free. PUBG's on Game Pass. Uh, you know, these kind of immersive experiences, multiplayer, really challenging multiplayer experiences uh, with cool mechanics, and each kind of does their own thing well, and it costs you nothing to play the, You know what I mean? And it goes $60 to not have really any semblance of that immersion is, is kind of a tough sell in, in this day and age, I feel like. Yeah. It's a bummer because the the trailers were fucking intense, dude. They're they had me hooked. The marketing the materials have been awesome, and and like I, I don't know, I'm always so negative on this shit, and I feel bad. It is fun, but it is not a deep game. It is not one that would keep me hooked. It is not, you know. Yeah. Well, it's not. It's not just enough for the game to be just fun because right. there's a shitload of games that are fun. You fun. know what I'm saying? Yeah. So like. You're competing with other games that are fun plus, you know what I'm saying? Fun plus an immersive PvP environment, you know? Or, you know, right? nostalgia right. plus the PvP, you know? I don't know. Yeah, exactly. Like, if you're playing, let's let's say Call of Duty Warzone, because it's it's new, it's... it's um, has a crazy amount of players that have popped into it in the short time it's been out. If you play that, you play just the free version of that, you are unlocking all sorts of weapon attachments and things as you're getting better at the game. You're also getting improvements in weapons. You're unlocking new weapons. You're unlocking cosmetics. You're unlocking all kinds of characters, different types of shit tied to their battle pass, all that kind of stuff. There's right. all these reasons to play it. There are things that you, you feel this sense of reciprocity. If I invest my time in playing this, I'm getting something out of it that's cool, that's neat, that I can show off my skill or my time spent here, um, there you can tool, to you can tool that game to your play style. Yeah, because there's For so sure. many different weapons and ways to manipulate each one with attachments that like you can you can really tool that game to however your style of shooter goes yeah. down. You know, get ready for a Doom BR. <laughs> I, I'm in. Please. I'm in. Yeah, why not? <laughs> I'd be more interested in that. Yeah, um, but it. Decent game. I was a little disappointed with it. Um, I know said about that. Boys, I think that is well, hold on. what? Oh. I think we forgot the most important part. Oh. What is it? Well, how many Tom Hardys would you give it? Oh. <sighs> I'd, I don't even know if I'm hitting a full Tom Hardy on this one. I think I might be in the Val Kilmer range. Oh, my God. Oh, you got not more even. Uh, you got more of a Tom Softy. Yeah, I got a Tom Softy for this game. Uh, so probably oh, about no. seven Val Kilmers. More of a Tom Selleck than a Tom Hardy. Huh? Can that be the legit scale? <laughs> it's a Tom Hardy. Or a Tom it's Tom a Tom Hardy or a Tom Softy. Call it. I love it. Uh, yeah, this one's a Tom Softy for me. Uh, yeah. Tom Softy for Josh. Uh, <laughs> having also played the game and not put a lot of time into it. I would have to go Tom Softy right now, you know, but I'll put a few more hours in it and maybe next week it'll uh, hit me like a dose of Viagra. We'll see. My Any God. Luck. Stay tuned, folks. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. All First right. time we get the boners kinky. Jesus <laughs> 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 um, Okay. Get her. Yeah. Someone, someone in this episode, please. <laughs> <laughs> Tell the people at home what's in the box. 
I got a bag of pot and soil and a butterfly net, Josh, because during this quarantine, I'm either going to catch a baby owl or I'm going to become a tree. One of the two. It's my lifelong goal now. It's my dream. It's my dream. Or I can do both. Maybe I'll catch the baby owl and then fall deeply in love with it and then have to go on a journey to find it and then it dies. Watch it almost die and then save it with your spirit acorn. Because that's the most that I've felt in a long time. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's fantastic. I was so happy to be there. I mean, four months ago, I watched Return of the King for the first time in a couple years, and that was great. But yeah, I think this is the most I've <laughs> felt in a long time. It's great. I uh, can't wait to play the second, the first one, and then maybe they'll have a third one out soon. That'd be cool, huh? He's going to go on an adventure uh, to Yosemite. How many birthdays can Ori get me through? <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. But see, if I become a tree, I won't have to really worry about it that much because trees live a long time. Oh, but what if some of the fuck cuts me down? Well, if you become a tree, then we're all going to come and, like, caress you and slowly die in your tree arms. You're going to yeah, be right. on by will, so many dogs. And you're going to get lash by dogs. myself to your trunk. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be a kinky tree. I hope people stick their gum on me. Oh, or seen those trees? Isn't that bizarre? How a town a town will have it on like a billboard as you come in, like see the gum tree. It's a fucking <laughs> it's old ass tree. You know that that page, of don't stick your dick in that. Oh god. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh no. The gum tree. Oh boy. Just brought up memories. I didn't know I still had. But anyways, uh, game on boxers.